0: A Dirty Little Secret Hiding in Plain Sight? The Oil Spill You've Never Heard Of? That and other stories for the week ending April 19th, 2015. I'm Jamie Sudler.
1: I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water.
0: Tomorrow, April 20th, will mark the five-year anniversary of the Deepwater Horizon disaster. And while BP's spill was incontrovertibly the worst offshore oil spill in the nation's history, another oil leak had occurred years earlier in the Gulf and has yet to be contained.
1: In 2004, Hurricane Ivan toppled an oil platform located 10 miles off the Louisiana coast and owned by Taylor Energy. The storm's powerful waves triggered mudslides that buried 28 wells under sediment, a situation that made traditional plug-and-abandon responses nearly impossible.
0: Taylor downplayed the environmental impact, estimating fewer than four gallons a day were spilling, But last week, a damning investigation report by the Associated Press says the spill is far worse than what Taylor or the government have publicly reported.
1: In fact, according to AP's analysis of more than 2,300 pollution reports about the Taylor leak, there's been a dramatic spike in oil sheen sizes and volumes.
0: Presented with AP's findings, the Coast Guard raised its leak estimates to about 84 gallons per day. The environmental watchdog group SkyTruth said the number could be much higher. SkyTruth President John Amos described the Taylor leak as a dirty little secret hiding in plain sight.
1: The government has allowed the company to shield spill-related information from the public in the name of protecting trade secrets. Last Friday, Senator Bill Nelson of Florida sent a letter to Interior Secretary Jewell and Department of Homeland Security Secretary Johnson calling it unacceptable that oil is still leaking from the site and demanding prompt and full disclosure.
0: It should be noted that Taylor Energy declined to comment on the AP story, possibly because the company barely still exists. It sold off all of its offshore assets in 2008 and currently has a full-time staff of one.
1: In Wyoming, controversy has arisen over EPA's recent decision to continue allowing oil companies to discharge wastewater onto the Wind River Indian Reservation. An environmental group is planning to sue the government.
0: They say the EPA has not set limits for many of the chemicals the companies inject into wells. Additionally, the EPA has not required adequate monitoring of chemical pollutants, even as they are released into streams after the drilling process is over.
1: High Country News reports that in the 1970s, ranchers had argued that livestock needs water even dirty water. So the EPA created a loophole for the arid west. The companies could release wastewater, creating new streams that might contain dangerous chemicals such as benzene or
0: arsenic. The newly revised permits tighten limits for some contaminants in the wastewater and include restrictions for a couple more chemicals than in previous permits. But as one critic notes, there could be as many as 450 unknown chemicals in the water that are not being tested. Many people are proposing to solve the world's water shortages by taking the salt out of salt water, a process called desalination. But one of the objections to doing so is that current technology uses much electricity, which can worsen our global warming problem.
1: Last weekend, there was a competition at the National Desalination Research Facility in New Mexico to determine what innovations might lead to a more efficient process for purifying brackish groundwater.
0: One of the six teams in the hunt was from MIT, and they have developed a method of desalination that uses about half of the energy of systems currently in operation. Their solution relies on solar power, which reduces carbon emissions, and it also conserves more water.
1: The MIT prototype removes salt from water by using electrically charged membranes that attract salt ions like magnets. The process uses a bank of lead-acid batteries like those found in cars, which are charged during the day.
0: The winners of the desal competition may be announced this coming week in time for Earth Day on April 22nd.
1: The Las Vegas Valley Water District in Nevada is on a listening tour. They're using a new method to detect leaks in underground water lines, a network of sensors that hears signs of trouble.
0: According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, the system was designed and installed by a Canadian company called Ecologics and provides real-time monitoring of water pipelines. It sends alerts when even pinpoint leaks are detected.
1: Small leaks can then be repaired, avoiding sinkholes and collapsing sidewalks or streets. And in a town that depends on tourism, keeping traffic moving along the strip is critical.
0: The system is the first of its kind to be installed in the country, according to a spokesperson from the Nevada Center for Excellence. Leak prevention is a national conservation priority because about 15% of water is lost to cracked or broken water mains.
1: And finally this week... William Shatner wants to solve California's devastating drought. In search of water, the famed captain of the Starship Enterprise wants to boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: Um, Seattle? Apparently, the acting legend thinks Washington State has too much water anyway, so he's launching a $30 billion Kickstarter campaign to take it off their hands. In an
1: interview with Yahoo News... He announced his idea of building a pipeline from the northwest to the Golden State, along Interstate 5, and ending up perhaps in Lake Mead— He defends the plan as necessary given that California is the breadbasket of the world and home to 40 million people.
0: When asked about the practicality of such a plan, the political hassles, fights with local towns, environmental impact, the actor was unfazed, exclaiming that the idea of an above-ground pipeline was brilliant because if for some reason it leaked you'd be irrigating.
1: Uh, yeah. A conclusion Spock might have called highly illogical. This Week in Water is a production of H2O Radio and is sponsored by Colorado WaterWise. Learn more at coloradowaterwise.org.